Hello, industrial marketing friends. From Gorilla76, the industrial marketing agency, this is the Manufacturing Marketer Podcast, a show dedicated to all the small marketing teams working at companies that make stuff. We are your hosts, Brendan and Aaron. Here at Gorilla76, us strategists have been talking pretty frequently uh, internally about reporting and dashboards and what to do with all this data that we generate in marketing. At the center of those discussions are the metrics that actually tell a business story. So today we wanted to talk about a piece of that and, and dive into goals and, and KPIs. So Aaron, welcome. Uh, first day uh, as co-host for show. I'm glad you're here uh, and I'm excited to talk to you about goals and KPIs today. So the first question I have that I want to talk about um, is just like, like, I want to start like understanding like what marketing goals are. So from your perspective, what are marketing goals and why are they important? Yeah, I think so. The first thing to think about when you're talking about marketing goals is it shouldn't be uber specific to marketing, right? Like ultimately marketing goal should be a business goal or tied very clearly to overarching business goals. So I think the first step in these types of conversations, which can feel kind of overwhelming, right? Like you kind of feel like, oh, maybe I just have to pull marketing goals out of a hat, you know, but really it should start with a deep understanding of what your business is trying to achieve this quarter, this year. Right. Yeah, I totally agree. You know, typically what we'll see for marketing goal when we're working with our clients here at Gorilla is, you know, quoted opportunities or pipeline, right? We have, so not leads, we have brought people to the, through the website, you know, through a demand generation program typically. And how many of those people have actually turned into a quota deal, right? They're working with sales. Uh, we've had a discovery meeting. They're in sales conversations. We've, you know, done some sort of maybe budgetary or detailed quote for a project. To me, that's the goal, right? That's the thing that marketing can influence the most as, you know, something that a business leader can take a hold of and understand. I think revenue is a part of that. For marketing, I just think there's a there's less influence marketing has in that, right? Because it, it takes some sort of input from sales. I think revenue is a great business goal that marketing should be going to. But I think you know where we can bring a deal is up into that opportunity stage because from there it's typically going to, into the sales department. Um, you know, so then you're looking at at sales goals there too. But so I think for a marketer, like if you can just set your sights on quoted opportunities or pipeline. To me, that is the like the pinnacle of goal. Um, yeah, I don't have a lot more to like. I, I, that's kind of just how we generate our or how we you know look at our whole marketing program is how do we build that quoted pipeline, um, and then how do we hand those deals over to sales so that they can go and close them. So I think revenue is definitely a big part of that. You know, profit margins are a big part of that, but those are just things that marketing doesn't have a lot of influence on. So I like to look at things like, what can I as a marketer do to influence the success of my business? And company leadership understands what pipeline and opportunities are, right? So you can have that level set understanding of this is what marketing is trying to do. If you start throwing in some marketing term, you're going to go over somebody's head and then there's going to, you're, you're just introducing a lot of risk to your marketing and a lot of confusion to your marketing. If you start talking, trying to, trying to make a cape, a marketing KPI into, into a goal. Mm -hmm. Give anything else to say on why you think they're important. I, I guess like the last thing I was going to say is like goals are super important. Like we see it all the time, like personal goals, professional goals, like 
if you don't have something that you're trying to shoot for, um, it's it's hard to develop a strategy then because uh, then it's just very like scatter shot and there's not really any direction that you're taking with your marketing strategy. And it's like, well, then what tactics do you take? I think it's really hard to to build all this stuff and you introduce a lot of confusion into what you're trying to do professionally if you don't have a goal you're trying to achieve. Yeah, it's it's always easier to work backwards when you're trying to, you know, produce results with marketing. Start with what those results should be. Um, and I would say the only other thing I would add to this is when we work with our clients, we really just have one overarching goal, which is to source more marketing um like marketing source pipeline through like your website and demand gen program. Like that's always the overarching goal. Um, sometimes there are like softer goals, like, oh, we want to launch these products successfully, or we want to increase brand awareness with this like specific audience we haven't talked to before. But like, sometimes there really is just one big measurable and tangible goal. And I think that's okay. I don't think you need to have like five, 10 different goals in your marketing department. Yeah, totally agree. I think it's okay to add two or three, like if there's some other things outside of that pipeline goal, like you said, Aaron, like a brand awareness. But then the problem that you start talking about some of these, like they start to get a little qualitative. And I think that can, it's that's a tough thing with a goal, right? Like I think all of us here have heard of a smart goal, right? So you have specific measurable, um, what is a actionable, um, relevant, and then timely, right? If you start having in all these qualitative goals, it makes it really hard to do any sort of measuring or to be specific. So um, I like having that pipeline as like, that's that's our specific measurable attainable goal uh, that we have available for us. Um, okay, how should a business get to that pipeline goal? And I, I typically see it like, you need to have a conversation with leadership. What is the leader? What is your leadership team trying to do at a company level? Like, what is that revenue that they're trying to hit? Right. So, let's say you know they want to hit a revenue of fifty million dollars this year. Okay. So, I don't think that's a marketing goal. I think that is the business goal that your leadership is trying to achieve. But how does marketing get to there? Right. So we have to figure out. Okay, what pipeline do we need to hit? What quoted opportunities do we need to hit to get to that revenue goal? So we have to look at. Okay, here's the revenue goal we're trying to get to: fifty million dollars. Then I think we need to have a conversation with sales and say, you know, of the deals that come to you that, you know, come from the website or whatever marketing program you have, what is your close rate, right? Like, are you, what do you, you, so let's say they, they close half the deals. So if they close half the deals and that, you know, 50 million, so that means that you need to have a marketing goal of a hundred million dollars as your quoted opportunity pipeline. If sales is going to close 50% of those. That is, I think, how you work backwards to get to that that pipeline goal. Yeah, Aaron, do you have any other like strategies to get yeah. there? Like maybe you don't have that information. Like maybe you don't know what your, your close rate is, right? So um, is there other ways that we can get to a pipeline goal? Yeah, I think you also have to consider what type of budget you're working with, right? Because I, I think that A in SMART, it can either be actionable or attainable. And attainable is like really key for the types of goals. I think it's mostly, I don't think it's actionable. I think I just made that up. So I think it's attainable. Oh, yeah. okay. Well, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, because you could have a business goal of like to increase, you know, revenue by 50 million that might not be attainable for mar- that is not attainable for marketing to do all by itself that's why it's a business goal so 
you know, leadership might have an idea of what's attainable for marketing, but if they want you to drive like 20 million additional in like in opportunities, but you only have a budget of like 2K a month, well, you have to factor in, okay, what do we expect to pay per opportunity, right? And if you know, based on past data or, you know, just kind of qualitative, like what you would be comfortable spending to acquire a new opportunity, say that's $1,000. Well, then, you know, working backwards from your budget, you could only really expect to get two opportunities out of that budget each month, just 24. And maybe that's enough to hit that goal. Maybe it's not. So I think knowing your budget and setting expectations around what that can produce is an important part of making sure these goals are attainable. Yeah. Yeah, totally. So you either know what your revenue goal is or you like know what your marketing budget is. And either like, so if you know your marketing budget, that's going to influence like what the revenue is that's achievable for marketing. And if you know the revenue goal, then you have to go back and look at like, okay, well, how much budget do I need to hit that opportunity goal? Right. So I think those all require conversations with leadership and with Mm -hmm. your sales team. so you, I don't think you're going to get through any of this marketing goal setting without talking to somebody and getting alignment on your marketing goals with somebody else in the business, most likely CEO, president, owner kind of person. Yeah. And I will say with these like goal setting conversations, if this is your first time ever having a conversation like this or like running a demand generation or really comprehensive marketing program, um, sometimes the goals you set, you will find out six months in based on performance okay, this actually was not a good goalpost. Either we're blowing it out of the water or there's no way we're going to reach this. I think it's okay to give yourself a little bit of grace and change what your goals are based on information you learn about your audience and what's attainable. Yep, totally. Yeah, most of us don't like... In manufacturing companies, we don't know what past performance really was like or marketing hasn't influenced anything. So we don't know what that looks like. Uh, yeah, so I think there is some level of, hey, we're just going to throw some spaghetti at the wall, see what sticks. And maybe we'll, like, at least we have a like, I think it's good to have a goal. Um, and hopefully it's attainable. So maybe look at like, what were opportunities last year? Maybe let, let's increase that by 10%. You know, let's see if we, what we can do there. Uh, so there's a couple of different ways to get there, right? So know your revenue, know your budget, or maybe know what your opportunity pipeline was last year, last quarter, and then build a plan to maybe increase that by a couple points. Okay, so that's marketing goals. I think you're, Aaron, you and me are aligned that it's for the marketer is mostly that quoted opportunity pipeline for the marketing goals. But there are some other marketing metrics that are important. We typically call those like KPIs, right? Key performance indicators. So what is a KPI? Yeah. So you you said something earlier that I thought was really good. Like don't oh, make thank you. mistake. You're welcome. <laughs> um, <laughs> don't make the mistake of turning a KPI into a goal. Mm -hmm. And so I would say the important distinction between the two is a KPI is something that tells you you're on track to Mm -hmm. reaching that goal. Mm -hmm. The KPI may be like um, leads, like, you know, you're getting high intent leads. That is an indicator that you are going to reach your opportunity and pipeline goals. But the the goal itself should not be leads, right? Because you could have hundreds of leads that are not high quality, never turn into opportunities or pipeline. Yep. 100% agree. Yep. KPIs are your indicator that you're on or off track to hit your goal. Mm-hmm. That's basically what it is. Yeah. Okay. 
So what are some typical marketing KPIs that are out there? I think the number one thing, and you already said this, Aaron, was that high intent leads, right? Are we bringing in the right people uh, to the website to fill out our form um, and that they're leading to deals? So I think that to me is like my number one KPI typically for most clients uh, and for most marketing programs that I'm running. Um, What else do you think is out there? Yeah, I think it depends on kind of like what stage you're at in your program and what you're trying to like validate. So um, a KPI could be uh, demographics related. You're reaching the right people in your audience. Um, It could be like engagement metrics. I know early on in campaigns, I'm looking a lot at like click through rate to see what percentage of people are actually interacting with ads. Um, What are what are some of the other ones you like to use? Yeah, I think you kind of nailed it on the head right there. It it depends on the type of campaign you're running, right? Like we talk about demand generation marketing, you know, digital demand generation. Um, That's how we typically run marketing programs here. But there's a lot of other things you can do, right? Like if you have a trade show program, like you're probably going to want KPIs attached to your trade show. Like, so how many many batch scans did you get uh, that are the right fit company, right? Like not all batch scans, like there's a lot of people that go there that aren't the right fit. But how many right fit batch scans did you get, you know, this quarter compared to last quarter, this show compared to the last show you did? Uh, You know, maybe you're doing an email campaign. So maybe you're looking at like, what is your open rate? Um, What is your, um, uh, you know, consumption rates on the email? Um, Maybe you're doing some sort of webinar program or podcast program. So how many downloads do you get? How many people come to your webinar? How much uh, are people talking to you about your your podcast or your webinar? like, I think those are interesting KPIs for those types of programs. You know, we do a lot of like heavy content based um, programs to support demand generation, right? So I like to look at consumption metrics. Like if we're doing an article or a case study on the website, well, how much traffic does that piece get either through SEO or through, um, you know, uh, distribution digitally through paid social? So how much, how many people are actually seeing the piece, right? And then what is the bounce rate? So are people coming to the coming to the page and are they bouncing right away and not reading? Or like, does it bring them further into the website? Like, do they go and see an article and then go to look at a product page? So I'm looking at that. I'm looking at time on page, right? Like, so if time on page is five seconds, I don't think anybody can read that fast. Uh, so, you know, that person probably didn't consume or those people aren't consuming that piece. Uh, but if you have something that's like 45 seconds, they at least probably skimmed it. Um, so I'm looking, I'm looking at those consumption things for like, you know, video, maybe you're doing some sort of YouTube thing or you're doing social videos, like what percentage of the folks are watching 25, 50, 75, hundred percent of the video. You can get all that, all that from uh, YouTube. You can get all that from LinkedIn and Facebook. Uh, so yeah, I'm really looking at the consumption metrics for digital demand generation, but like, just look at like, what is the data that is available to me from whatever program I'm running? And then create KPIs based on that, that feed into that goal, right? They have to like, I think they have to be tied into that marketing goal of quoted pipeline somehow, or maybe like a higher level tier of uh, KPI, like high intent leads. But you just want to make sure like all these things tie together. It doesn't make sense to have a KPI that is sitting off all by itself and not feeding into anything else. And it's not helping you tell the story uh, that someone is moving through I'm not going to say pipe. I'm not or pipeline or funnel. I don't know if there's a funnel anymore, but you know they're moving. They're moving through your marketing journey. Um, you know where you know they become. They're not aware into kind of aware into company or product aware, and then they become a customer or whatever. So you just want to make sure that it's tied into something, right? And I think that's that was my next point here is how do KPIs relate to marketing goals? Yeah, I think you gave like a lot of great examples just now, like of 
some specific initiatives you might have and the types of things you might want to track. But I think the the mindset you have to have is, okay, if my goal is pipeline or, you know, quoted opportunities, that happens a lot further down the line than what, what I'm doing here generating demand. So instead of, you know, sitting on my hands and just waiting to see if I see that, like what is going to tell me I'm on the right yeah. track? Yeah. And you probably know those things as a marketer, right? And Brendan right. gave some great examples. It's usually high intent leads, consumption metrics, um, you know, the webinar attendees, open rates, things you care about as a marketer. You might not need to report those to your CEO unless they're marketing minded, but you need those for yourself to know you're tracking towards that goal. Yep. Yeah, I, I totally agree with that. Um, yeah, I, they just need to inform you that, right? Like we said at the top, right? They let you know if you're on or off track to hit your goal. And, you know, I think a lot of times what we see, especially in industrial, right? Like I know all of you out there, you have very, very different types of products or services. Uh, some of you out there have like, large capital equipment that you're trying to market and those things take a long time to sell right like we're talking about a thing that's like a half a million to a million dollars or multiple million millions of dollars it's going to take you a little bit to probably you know convince someone that you have enough trust uh that you can actually like get this project done for them and it's going to impact their business in a positive way so you don't want to wait a year to see like oh did my marketing program work like you're kind of screwed if it doesn't, right? Like you just yeah. spend a whole year and a whole year's of budget and a whole year of your career and professional time not achieving a goal. Uh, we that's not that's not good. So we use these KPIs to inform us earlier on in the, in the process on if our marketing is is working, right? So it really we kind of talk about this thing where it's like, um, you know, we have like a qualitative look first, right? So if we're running campaigns on LinkedIn. Uh, are we targeting the right job titles and are the right job titles and companies and industries seeing our ads? And then, you know, who's reacting to the ads, right? So I that, I think that's one thing that you can show to your leadership is like, here's who's reacting to our ads. You know, we have this mechanical engineer at, you know, this uh, transportation equipment company uh, that is reacting to our ad or commenting on our ad. That's interesting. Okay. So that's exactly who we're trying to target. Or, you know, we have this like, uh, somehow in our targeting this, uh, you know, technician or assembler got in here. Oh, they're a little too low for us. You know, they're probably not going to be a part of the buying committee to buy something. Right. So we can start kind of like whittling that down. And then, so we look at, okay, there's the qualitative piece in campaigns. And it's the same thing with like webinars, like who showed up to the webinar, who showed up to your trade show booth. Um, we can look at that qualitatively and then, oh, oh, so now we're starting to get some leads. Okay. Who's filling the lead form out? What are their job titles? What are their companies? How do they hear about us? What are they saying their project is? Um, oh, okay. So a lot of these things are lining up with what we're looking for. Okay, good. We're on, these leads are kind of showing up in the in the right track. Or oh, okay, uh, we had a bunch of the wrong fit job titles. So maybe we need to either reevaluate and say, are we targeting the right job title, or is that job title that we thought was wrong actually a good one? Uh, once we had some sales conversations, and I think this is when you start bringing in your inside sales or your outside sales teams. Like once you start getting some leads in and they start talking to people. Oh, what were those conversations like? Were they like really like surface level or do you actually get down into, into some deep conversations and like, are we on the right track with some of the messaging that we're doing? Um, okay, so now we've moved them through, you know, the initial sales conversation and into like creating quotes. So now we're starting to build pipeline. This might be like three to six months in, right? Uh, before we start, you know, maybe even nine months, depending on the type of product you have. 
Um, okay, so now who who is uh, part of this buying committee now? Okay, so we, you know maybe we had this mechanical engineer that was the first lead, the first contact. Oh, but now that person's brought in their senior mechanical engineer, or maybe like the VP of engineering, Ooh, or maybe they brought in like a, a manufacturing supervisor, or maybe they brought in a buyer, right, to start talking about some of these other more complicated business things. Um, okay, so now we know maybe we need to expand our targeting to kind of talk to some of these buying committee people to help support our our champion, that me- mechanical engineer. Okay, so what are the types of things like? What are the problems that they're seeing in the field? How are we? What is how is our solution um, positioned? What are they? Uh, do they feel good about the price we're offering? Is it too high, um, or do they like accept it too fast? So is our solution too low? Uh, are our price too low? So I think you can use some of all of these things to feed in, right? So now we're talking about like sales KPIs and sales information that kind of feeds some of this marketing stuff. So it kind of all builds on each other and it builds over time, right? From the first time when you start the campaign to, oh, now we actually have some pipeline. Ooh, and now we have some customers, right? So mm-hmm. um, that was a long answer. <laughs> <laughs> but I think like, no, but- like I, did, did that make sense? So like, it's like, the, like all these KPAs like kind of feed into and tell a little bit, like they tell a little piece of the puzzle, right? To get us to that quote, quoted pipeline. Yeah, I think it was a good way of illustrating like the KPI is not like, oh, did we meet X amount of leads or not? It's a it's kind of an investigative tool, like you described yeah. it. It feeds in and it makes your insights more valuable as you go throughout this program. And especially mm-hmm. when you pair it with like, you know, talking to your internal SMEs and like sales team about the quality, like it just makes it so much stronger. It becomes, I always describe it as like it becomes a well-oiled machine the further you get into these and the more you learn. The next question I have, I think we might have already answered this, but it's like how to select KPIs that align with your marketing goals. And like, I think to me, like it really depends on the platforms that you're using or like what your marketing strategies are and then what data is available, right? Like with this podcast, right? You don't get a lot of good data on podcasts. Um, The podcast platforms, at least from what I've seen, if everybody knows anything, I'd love to hear if you guys know of any other like podcast platforms that provide good analytics. But like a lot of times, like what you can see is like the number of downloads is the main one. Um, so like, like for those podcasts, like are the number of downloads going up every month? Um, do we, are we reaching a larger audience? And then, you know, going back to, you know, looking at self-reported attribution, you know, are people going in and filling out the, the lead form on the Gorilla website? Oh, I heard about you through the Manufacturer Marketer podcast, or I heard about you through Industrial Marketing Live, or I saw your ads on LinkedIn. Um, so I think like, to me, like you select KPIs that align with your marketing goals based on the data that you get from the types of campaigns and the types of programs that you're running. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I think that feeds into like the next question you had, um, on our, our little outline here, the potential pitfalls of not aligning Mm -hmm. the KPIs with marketing goals. I think that is just like a recipe for, kind of chasing your own tail, right? Yeah. You can you can get really misguided about a dip in impressions. Well, is that actually indicating your future success or is it just like a dip because of seasonality or it's just an off day or whatever, you know? Like mm-hmm. you can become misguided really easily if those KPIs aren't actually attached to your goal. Yeah. Totally agree. All right. Mid-roll plug time. All right, this is the first one we've ever done, uh, but it's important. I'm excited to share this with you all. Um, Gorilla76 is teaming up with True Marketing and Cadena's Part Solutions to put on the Industrial Marketing Summit. Uh, this is a live event. Uh, it's basically going to be like an in-person version of this podcast or Industrial Marketing Live, right? Uh, there's going to be a large group of marketers, all in industrial companies, uh, learning uh, about 
things in marketing for industrial companies. Uh, Aaron, do you have any like other details, like what we might be talking about or what's happening at this, uh, at the summit? I think the thing I'm most excited for is just like meet the people that I talk to on LinkedIn and like so many more ideas are sparked in person and just by connecting that way. So that's, that's what I'm most excited for. We're bringing in uh, a ton of speakers. I think there's going to be speakers from True and Cadenas and Grill76, but there's going to be a lot of other speakers out from outside of our companies. Um, you know, people that you see on LinkedIn all the time. So we, we haven't announced any speakers yet. I'm excited to do that, but there's going to be a lot of great, um, great keynotes and there's going to be workshops and then there's going to be a lot of social time too. Um, so this event is happening January 31st through February 2nd of 2024. And it's going to be in Austin, Texas. The only thing is, is there are only 300 seats available. Uh, the venue that we chose is a little smaller, so there's only 300 seats available. Uh, so make sure you go to industrialmarketingsummit.com to learn more and reserve your ticket. So industrialmarketingsummit.com to learn more and reserve your ticket. That website's live right now. Uh, so you can go there and, and check it out and see if uh, you can make it down. We'd love to see you. All right, back to the show, back to KPIs and goals. Okay, so Aaron, the next section I want to talk about is measuring and how do we look at and maybe you know measuring goals and KPIs. I put KPIs in the outline, but we probably should talk about goals too. So what are the tools that are available to us as marketers for us to measure both our goals and our KPIs? Yeah, I think the number one one is your CRM. Yeah, totally. right. And that that could measure both goals and KPIs, right? Because if a KPI is leads, you're seeing high intent leads and you can track that in your dashboard um, on your CRM. Uh, but also that's your best way to have insight into opportunities and uh, pipeline and even through to revenue, mm-hmm. because ideally your sales team is recording their activity uh, in your CRM as well. Yeah, that that is the number one thing. I, you've heard it like beaten to death on both this podcast and on Industrial Marketing Live. You got to have a CRM. If you're doing digital demand generation, you need one. I think if you're doing any sort of marketing you need a CRM uh, or a marketing automation platform, but you need something that you and sales can work on together to understand where your opportunity pipelines are. Like, I guess you could track it in an Excel spreadsheet, but that just seems very difficult and hard to like maintain. Um, There's obviously companies that are doing that, but CRMs are just so powerful. Um, We like HubSpot here. We talked about their Salesforce and Pipeliner and PipeDrive and, there's like a million of them, um, but it just helps you understand and like visualize and create dashboards on where am I at with my pipeline? Like every month, like I could see like what my quota pipeline number is, or maybe like you're looking at the number of deals. Maybe you're not looking at the dollar amount, but like our number of deals going up. Um, and the CRM is also a great tool for you to look at your high intent leads. Um, you know, I think you can probably track that on the website too. Um, but yeah, you just need a way to track your the, your high intent leads that are coming in. So. Me and Aaron both agree CRM is the number one place. Um, the other places obviously are like the ad platforms. If you're running ads in LinkedIn or Facebook or Google ads, like you're gonna pull a lot of information out of those. You're gonna look at, you know, you're gonna have, like, it depends on what you're doing, right? Like a webinar, like when we do industrial marketing live, like we aren't running the webinar feature. We're just using the meeting feature in Zoom. So we can't see how many people registered or how many people actually showed up. Like we have to individually count everybody. Like it doesn't give us a report of how many people actually showed up to the events. So that kind of sucks, but it's what the tool gives us. And we de- we decided that we'd rather be able to run the meeting how we want to run it without having the data. Um, but like what, what like trade shows, like, did you get the badge scanner? Um, so are you tracking your 
um, your badge scans there. Um, or maybe it's more of like how many like is it more maybe more of a qualitative slash quantitative thing? Like how many conversations did your sales team have mm-hmm. that were actually in depth that, you know, they or how many demos did they do at the trade show? Right. Maybe that's that's the KPI. And you just count it that way. Um, you know, Google Analytics for like what's happening on your website. Um, I think, you know, a lot of you are working with distributors. So is there any information that you can pull in from your distributors, qual- qualitative or quantitative? Um, so I think like you just have to look at like where you're running campaigns and then it, you're probably going to get some sort of analytics out of that. And then you can form your KPIs based off of those analytics. So you need a CRM, you need some way to track that, you know, deals and leads and pipeline, but then look at what the platforms that you're running on, they provide you and develop your KPIs from there. Mm-hmm. And, and how often would you be uh, measuring those, Brendan? Yeah. Um, okay. I typically look at numbers both from a monthly, quarterly, and yearly standpoint. I think like daily and weekly is it, it, things are just too volatile, like in a short time frame, right? Like you can have one day that's like super good, but then oh my god, traffic dipped ten percent. Uh, it's like oh, who cares? Like you know, like yeah. I think some of those things like there's longer, and I like so I like to look at monthly, quarterly, and yearly, and I like to do that just to kind of like like even out some of these peaks and valleys, right? Like monthly, like you can get a lot of seasonality in with monthly reporting, right? Like you go from like May to June or you go from like August to September or you go like November to December. Like you can have a lot of peaks and valleys because of, you know, people going on vacation or holidays or like budgeting. Like if your industry, like, you know, like there's like certain times that people budget. Um, so you can have a lot of like, oh, this month was really good. And then, oh crap, this month was really bad. We got to change everything. So mm-hmm. I think it's really easy to make rash marketing decisions if you're only looking at monthly. So I like to bring in the quarterly numbers to kind of like even out some of those high highs and the low lows, right? To give me more like even picture. Um, and then I also like to look at the yearly, right? Like, oh man, this August, we just we just kind of uh, had a really bad month. Like things were really bad. Oh wait, okay, let's go back. You know, 2022, August was also a tough, tough, a tough month. So maybe August is just always a tough month and we kind of just have to work that into our, our system or like, Oh yeah, March is always super hot, right? Like at the end of quarter one, maybe people are buying like crazy. Uh, and that happens every year. So, uh, I think you have to like, once you start running your programs for, you know, extended period of time, you can start looking at these yearly numbers and, you know, helping to understand that seasonality thing and just understand like the behavior of your audience. So I look to look at all those dates. I, I almost never look at like weekly or daily numbers. Um, they're just not that, that useful to me. Um, yeah. So that's kind of how I look at it. And then, you know, depending on the client and how involved in marketing the CEO or, um, you know, leadership wants to be probably do a call on reporting once or twice a month. Yeah. What, what about, what are your thoughts on all that? No, nail on the head. I I think sometimes throughout the month, I will like check in on platforms, but I'm not doing any like formal reporting on a weekly basis. Sometimes I just like to see what's up, see if yeah. there's anything that catches my eye. But um, I don't live and die by those weekly metrics. Yeah. It, I think it is important. Like once you like launch it, like, you know, if you're running campaigns on LinkedIn or Facebook or Google ads, like I, I usually go in like 
the first week or the first like, you know, two weeks just to make sure things are good and like, mm-hmm. okay, yeah, I'm reaching the right people. You know, I'll do the, dem- the demographic reporting or look at reactions like CPMs and click through rates. Okay. Just want to make sure like I'm kind of hitting some of the benchmarks that I have for myself in here um, and things look like they're pretty healthy. Um, but yeah, I'm not like stressing out about daily numbers, but like just like going in like, like a week after just to make sure things are looking good. Um, Aaron, what should a business do if KPIs aren't meeting the marketing goals? Yeah. So I think this is an interesting one because it requires like, you got to set the right expectations internally. And at the beginning, when you're setting these goals, you also kind of want to set the tone for like, what happens if we're not meeting them, Mm -hmm. right? Because you could be working somewhere where it's like, your head's on the chopping block if you're not meeting these goals. And that's a really difficult place to be in one because it's stressful Two, because it's hard to actually have the freedom to experiment and like get towards results. Right. But I think the expectation should be is if you're not meeting these marketing goals, you dive into kind of this um, investigative mode, Mm -hmm. right? Yep. You're like, okay, we're not quite reaching this. That's why we have the KPIs to tell us that yep. before we know a year down the road. What what is this telling us? Yep. Like, for example, we're looking solely at Google ads, and a, like you're like, okay, our click through rate is lower than I want it to be. Like, we're getting a lot of impressions. There's good search volume around these keywords. We're clearly targeting the right, um, you know, searches, mm-hmm. but just not enough people are clicking. Well, that usually means there's a problem with your um, ad copy, or maybe you could be adding some different extensions that make your ads stand out more. Um, It's maybe it's not message matched. So then I would go back and say, okay, here are the ways we could change this. Let's run this test and see if it picks up in two weeks or a month, you know? Yep. Yeah, totally. I think uh, if you go back and listen to the last uh, TMM episode we did, or maybe the two ago, uh, me and Patrick talked about zooming in and zooming out. Um, I think the first thing to do is don't panic, right? Like if you're not on track, it like that's what happens. We go, we we get off track, and that's okay. So just take a step back, take a breath. I think bad analysis, like based on my time in marketing, my time in the military, bad analysis happens when you are stressed and you are time crunched and you're panicking. So take a step back, do a little USA moment. And just start doing some zooming out, right? Okay, let's zoom out. Let's see what's happening. Oh, okay. All right. Maybe uh, the news are talking about, uh, oh, God, a recession's on the way. Maybe people are getting a little scared about a recession. Okay. So maybe that's happening. Or like maybe you're in the automotive industry right now. Uh, oh, yeah. UAW is about to, they just authorized a massive strike. 150,000 people like voted to strike. So maybe the automotive industry might be a little volatile for the next couple of months. So like, look out, like, is there anything happening in the larger environment, both business, economic, political, cultural, that's happening uh, that you need to be aware of that could be affecting your results. So let's look at that. And then, okay, so maybe else we got to zoom out is like, yeah, there's maybe some things happening like with our product or maybe a com- like did a competitor just release a competitive product? Um, like, do you have a lot tighter competition? It's like looking at like a more like narrow focus of zooming out, but then like, let's zoom in. All right. So yeah, we missed this, this click through rate number that we wanted to hit, or we just weren't targeting the right people. Start doing some testing, start like trying to investigate. Why do we think that is maybe the messaging that we have is wrong. Uh, maybe uh, the ad creative is just not creative enough. Um, maybe the content that we have, people aren't 
digging, right? Like, oh yeah, maybe the consumption metrics, no one's reading our stuff. So maybe we need to like, did you format the piece properly? Is it easy? Like, does your website load fast? Um, can people skim it on their phone? Um, so I would just like start looking at some of this stuff and, you know, test one thing out, change it. And then, and make sure you take learnings of it. Make sure you write your insights down and, and move forward. I think like that's, that's the best thing is just take a, take a breath and then just do your analysis and, and move through the process of zooming out and zooming in on the problem until you identify what that, what the problem actually is and then come up with an option or two to solve it. Yeah. And I think that's why it's like really important for there not to be like this huge cloud of shame around not meeting KPIs because then you get into this mode, like I need to cover this up. I can't like admit this to leadership. Well, no, you want to admit it and investigate it early on before it's, you know, six months and you just keep not hitting these KPIs. What do you think are some common mistakes that are made when setting and measuring goals and KPIs? Yeah, I think, well, the one we talked about, you know, confusing the KPI for the goal, right? Like if you have a goal around impressions, like that, that should be a KPI that's an indicator for you. I'd say that's probably the biggest one that comes to mind. Yeah. Um, And to me, it's just like picking the wrong KPI. Like the KPI just doesn't feed into the goal. Um, Or maybe like even creating too many KPIs, right? Like we have one business goal, like just pick a handful of KPIs that tell you if you're on or off track. Um, it doesn't have to be crazy. You don't have to have this huge laundry list or this huge dashboard to tell you if you're on or off track. Um, yeah. I think, you know, keep it simple, stupid kind of stuff kind of applies mm-hmm. here, right? Like don't give yourself too much data to report on because then, you know, what if one thing's on track and the, a lot of other things are off track or vice versa, um, then it gets really confusing. So like, just pick the ones that you think are the most relevant to the goal that you're going after with the platforms that you're running and the programs you're running. And then, you know, pick a handful of KPIs that, that, fill into that. It doesn't like, I think we usually tip, pick like, what, like four to five, maybe six KPIs uh, when we were running programs for Gorilla. Cause that like is what is, you can wrap your head around and you can do good reporting on and what mm-hmm. actually is affecting your performance. Yeah. And I think that feeds into like setting expectations too. I think this is like, you know, it's more of a qualitative thing, but mm-hmm. you go in and you're like shooting for the moon and you have really ambitious goals. Like that's a good way to get leadership like fired up and really bought in. Yep. But it's easier to get them bought into like a key, like three to five KPIs and one solid goal. And then maybe you learn and you can scale up from that. It's a lot harder to come back and like back up from, okay, we have like three big goals and we have like 10 to 20 KPIs and you have this monster of a dashboard. Yep. And then you realize, okay, not all of this is valuable. I think it's harder for leadership to understand like why you're backing down from that. Yep. Um So I would say like go in with like expectations that are going to make your life easier and don't, don't worry about like promising the moon, like be honest about what is attainable. Exactly. Um, Maybe another common mistake I see when we're talking with uh, a potential new client, no marketing goals. Yeah. They just don't have a goal. They're like, we want marketing to do marketing or Mm -hmm. build brand. It's like, okay. Let's uh, let's have a conversation now about like what does that actually mean and how do we measure it? So, yeah, there's I think a lot of manufacturing companies that don't have a goal. So think about creating a goal and then like Aaron said, just keep it simple and go from there. I think that's the best way to, to go about that. OK. All right. Uh, any specific tips you would have for uh, a marketer trying to set their goals or KPIs for the first time? Right. If they don't have it, like we kind of talked about the top a little bit. 
Um, yeah. You know, there's a couple of different ways to get to the marketing goal, but set a marketing goal. Just look at like what what was your pipeline last year, and then maybe uh, just add a couple points to it. You know, maybe add five or ten percent, um, and then and maybe just go from there and just create a a goal for you to like. I just want to get a little bit more pipeline generated for marketing, um, and then you know another goal could just be like implement a demand generation program or implement a really solid trade show strategy. Um, I think those are the things that you can do right away to just get you going. Is just like make an easy goal for yourself to, and not easy, easy, like, as in like, you can attain it super easy, but like um, an easy one for you to like, just get implemented and start working on something. Um, and then once you have that goal, then just go in and set your KPIs based on those. And like we said, like just a handful of them, four or five KPIs and, and go from there and then build. And I think the next thing would be just build your dashboard to, to tell you that, you know, with a, you know, a 30 second glance. Am I on or off track of these KPIs to hit in this marketing goal? So any other tips you have, Aaron? No, no. I think that that pretty much covers it. Work backwards. Keep it simple. Yeah. Make a dashboard. Yeah. How can we ensure that our goals and KPIs remain relevant as the business environment evolves? I think if you have a regular reporting cadence, that helps a lot. because. Yeah then you don't accidentally go like months without looking at it or leadership doesn't accidentally go months without thinking about it. Mm-hmm. And if you are properly diagnosing and you're trying a bunch and you're like still not hitting these KPIs, well, then maybe it's not relevant to your business or maybe it's not attainable. Yeah. Like you kind of discover that by just constantly referring back to them. Yeah. yeah, I agree. You just have to keep it front and center and review them frequently. Uh, with leadership often. I think that's the best way that you can do it to make sure that it stays relevant. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and it's the same thing with your positioning or your go-to-market narrative or your messaging. If you lock that stuff away and don't open it, it quickly becomes irrelevant. Uh, but if you are if you have your positioning and your narrative open all the time and you're learning things from you know content and campaigns that you're running, pretty easy to go back through and like, okay, so I can add in some of these insights and learnings, you know, are you talking to customers, uh, you know, using that to feed into that same thing with the goals of KPIs, right? If you just write your goals down, you put them in a drawer, you're never going to attain them. Uh, you know, whether it be marketing or like, if you want to become more physically fit or you want to be a better parent, um, any of those goals, if you just put them away, like you're never going to, if they're not front and center, you're never going to go after them and never achieve them. So they have mm-hmm. to be front and center. And I think, you know, we what we like to do is to, to put a little note in the CRM, like as the first report on the dashboard is what our goals and KPIs are. Um, and then, you know, then it's really easy for us to remember to talk about them in uh, reporting calls. So, yep. all right. I think that's it, Aaron. I think we kind of give a good uh, good overview on, on goals and KPIs here. Um, so I think, you know, keep it simple. Make a smart goal, limit, you know, and when we say simple, right, it's one or two goals, four to five KPIs, you know, base your KPIs and your goals off of the programs that you're running. Um, Don't go too deep into the marketing lingo so that your leadership team doesn't understand what you're talking about, right? You want to make sure that the vocabulary and the um, everything is just level set. So we're all on the same page. Then Aaron, I I love what you were saying too. You said it multiple times in this episode was just, set expectations, right? Always be setting expectations and 
don't leave anything up to interpretation, right? You interpret as a marketer, you do the assessments, the analysis, and you provide your feedback in a way that is easily understandable by your leadership team. Any other points from this episode that you wanted to make sure people remember any takeaways? No, I don't think so. That was a good summary there. Cool. All right, everyone. That's all we have. Um, remember, um, Industrial Marketing Live happens uh, the first and third, third, first and third, right? Not second and fourth. First and third Thursdays of every month, um, 10 a.m. Central Time. Uh, go to industrialmarketinglive.com to register for our live event. It's a good time. Uh, we've been having a lot of marketers show up. So thanks, everyone, for, for joining us there live. I love seeing your faces. Um, yeah, we're like 70, 80 marketers showing up any given Thursday. So that is, that's really fun. We have some really fun episodes coming up uh, soon. Um, I think we're going to be talking about AI. We're going to be talking about product launches, um, product videos. Uh, so we have a, a lot of cool episodes coming up in uh, the rest of this quarter. Uh, Aaron, me and Peyton are going to be jumping in and talking about topics. So if anybody's any topics that they would like us to cover in Q4, uh, we are definitely open to hearing some ideas and we want to make sure that we're talking about things you want. Uh, so feel free to reach out to me and Aaron on LinkedIn and, uh, or, you know, hit us up on uh, the industrial marketing Slack. Uh, so we have industrial marketing life Slack. Um, it's a place where all of us are hanging out outside of uh, our live event. Uh, so people are always posting questions and content and memes and you know, all the stuff. Uh, so join us on there too. So reach out to me and Aaron, we'll get you hooked up. Uh, just send us what email you want and we can send you guys an invite. Um, and then just a reminder, Industrial Marketing Summit, like we talked about earlier, is happening uh, in Austin this January. One other thing with that, so the Guerrilla 76 Strategist team, uh, we are hosting a reporting workshop. So kind of based off this conversation, right? We're going to look at the goals and KPIs that you're setting, and we're going to help you create visualizations and dashboards to help you share your marketing results with your leadership team. Tickets for the workshop are separate from the event, uh, and those will go on sale September 5th. Uh, looking forward to seeing you all down there and doing some some uh, marketing. So Aaron, thanks for joining me on uh, your first episode as co-host. It's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, nice to have another partner on the on the tandem bike with me, if you will. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, we're <laughs> we're going to close out here. We will see you next week. Bye.